Fantastic. Okay, with Doreen's joining us. Welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club. Oh my goodness, I'm overbalancing. I just did kettlebells. Um, uh, okay, <laughs> Amy can't come on camera, but she's she's uh, got sleepy little boys, but I can type. Fantastic, Amy. Isn't it amazing what you can do with Zoom? Okay, so yeah, week 12 power. This week we're talking about the power of intention. So, and I thought I'd start this with a quote from Vicky Louise, who's a time coach who I follow. And she says that the more discomfort you're willing to feel, the faster you'll progress. And I love this, particularly for the work that we're doing around food, because when we like, that's what it takes, like feeling, and it's, it's, discomfort it's like feeling a little bit discomfort uncomfortable when we leave food on our plate feeling a little bit uncomfortable when we notice an urge and we don't give into it like it really is it's 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 discomfort and the more we can feel into that discomfort and then like that totally the faster we'll progress so i love that um and yeah just a reminder today that we're you're exactly where you need to be and that you're going to get what you need today um, and we don't need to know how that's true. Okay, so let's go through. Uh, I just thought I'd highlight a few things from our philosophy. Hey, Michelle. Um, just rather than go through the, the whole thing today, just and the ones that are, are pertinent to to beat this thing of being in, idea of being intentional. So we eat intentionally to maximize the pleasure of food. We decide ahead and make intentional choices. We manage our self-talk in the moment, and this is so key to staying intentional. We allow urges without resisting and giving or giving in. We're evolving our self-concept with our intentional belief plan where we have a plan of thoughts that we're actually thinking about ourselves and how we want to see ourselves. We are intentional about our habits. Um, we enjoy proper meals and intentional snacks. And we stay naturally healthy with ease and joy. So, um, so plan for today is I'll just share some news and then we'll talk about I'm going to ask to hear what's working well for you. Uh, then we'll do a recap of last week. And then we're going to talk about this idea of intention and we'll talk about our process. And we're going to do our progress quiz for September. Um, and then we'll get into some coaching as well and decide what your one thing is that you're going to focus on this week. So in terms of news, um, we're going to be doing a new challenge in October. So this is the feelings challenge. So it's a 21 day challenge and there's two options. There's like a super light, like just two minute, one minute version where you just check, quickly check in with your feelings. Or if you're up for it, there's a light, slightly you know, five, five minutes, you can, switch it out to 10 minute version and there it's in your in um in your playbook so i actually have like a workbook for um for this this challenge if you wanted to do the the more involved one and the feelings challenge is really all around helping us learn this skill develop this skill of being able to feel our feelings and process our emotions without using food in order to do that 
Um, so it's a really powerful challenge to do. So I'm going to be doing it every time I do it. I get more insights and yeah, it just, it's a, it's a really helpful skill to have. And it not only helps with the food stuff, but it helps with all areas of life as well. So I, I really highly recommend doing that. And even if you haven't done any of the other challenges, like this is one to do. And it's, it is one that, um, that the, I get the f- most feedback from people saying, oh my goodness, I did that and it really made a difference. Um, whereas, and the, it's also the challenge where people like tend to uh, avoid it as well. So uh, it is like, it, it, it's, it's not a lot of work and it really makes a difference. So just wanted to let you know that that's coming. I've posted in circles so if you, or, and it's in the, in your play, your workbooks as well. So um, so that's that's news. In other news, it's school holidays here in Australia. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm taking some time off. So I will he- be here for the weekly calls, but I'm not going to be as active in circle as normal over this week and next week. But we'll be back to normal after that. Uh, but I am checking in. So if you do post something that you need coaching on, I'll I'll, I'll be there. Um, what else? We've got oh, October 101 session. So our midway session, um, it's time to book those in. So um, I'll just put type the, um, the link to my scheduler. And, yeah, so make sure you get that scheduled in for October. Um, what else? Er, 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 oh, yeah, and the, so clocks are going to be changing soon and I've put in a, a calendar for the time changes so you can add, just add it to your calendar and you don't have to think about it. Um, but I'll also be work, walking you through week by week. So the link to the calendar, there's a Google Cal and an iCal there in um, the email. And then there's also a link to those in the down the bottom in the sidebar in Circle if you look on the desktop version. Um, so they're, they're there to, to guide us through So because there will be some changing cha- time changes for, for everyone. Uh, what else have we got? Um, oh yeah, post of the week. This prize uh, this week goes. To, the prize goes to Abby, and so um, hang on, Abby was last week. Someone else? No, I who did I give it to? I didn't write it in my notes. Oh no, I've forgotten. It was someone else. Oh, it was Amy. Amy, you won this week. <laughs> I didn't update my things. <laughs> but Amy's been actually, I just wanted to share with the group. So Amy's had a great idea that she took something I've been doing with my um, business coach, like in that group. I was a bit slack on the, like on the group forum thing. So I just like made a commitment to myself. I was going to log on every day and either post something or like just comment or engage, like have a conversation with someone. Um, and so Amy's taken on that idea and she's been posting in the group in circle and I've been loving um, quickly reading what you've been posting, Amy. So congratulations on winning. Um, and yeah, just everyone, I, and it just reminded me actually this time last year, there was some, someone who was, was in the group who made the commitment. And she just posted one thing, like a thought for the day, every day for October, um, which was really fun. Like it's really great to get your insights as well. So um, yeah, so other, the rest of you, like you're welcome to join in and it doesn't have to be every day, just, but the, yeah, the more we engage, like the more, like, and I'm really noticing that in the, with my business coaching, like the more conversations I'm having, the more I'm engaging with it the more I'm getting out of it and the more fun it is. So, um, um, yes, so that's it. Jules say, uh, Doreen said morning Jules is next Tuesday still the same time, 6am. Yeah, Doreen, so this, 
what's going to happen with the time change is that the this Tuesday this early call will stay the same for Australians, but it's going to move for everyone else. Um, but the um, the later call is going to stay the same for the US, but it'll it'll move for everyone else as well. So I'll um yeah, because our clocks are changing this weekend, I think. Yes, they do. They change this weekend. So, um, yes. So that means for Australians, so the 6 a.m. call is going to change. This early call will change. Just I'll put it in the email. <laughs> it's like, yes, it's. I have to think really hard. Um, okay. So, yes, time changes are coming <laughs> next week. So, um, okay, thanks, Doreen, for reminding me of that. Okay, yes, yeah, so congratulations, Amy, for winning Post of the Week. And, yeah, to win next week, all you need to do is just post anything in the group, whether it's a, um, it's a new insight or a struggle or something that's inspiring you. Like, it's all welcome. Just anything that you, you feel. If you feel motivated to share, like, we want to hear it. Um, okay, and the other news is um, I was I caught up with someone who was graduating from the Naturally Healthy Club and so, some feedback that she had was that she thinks that reviews should be, man weekly reviews should be mandatory. She said, because and she was really great when she was in the group of doing a weekly review. And just a reminder that that's, an, that's available to you, like that's an option for you. So I do my review every week and I do that for... Like naturally healthy, like my health stuff, but I also do it for business stuff and life stuff. And the thing with reviewing is the more you review, like the more awareness you have around the things that are working and the things that aren't working. And it's really, and it seems so simple, but the secret to success is really just like understanding what's working and doing more of that and understanding what's not working and doing less of that, that. Um, so it really that there is so much power in doing uh, in in taking that time to review and whether that's a quick review that you're doing with in yourself you don't necessarily have to post it in the group but it is such a powerful way to improve um, and both like my business coach that I'm working with at the moment and the last coach I worked with they were both huge on reviews and both of them like that you know their business was growing exponentially and they attributed that to just always being always evaluating always reviewing and always you know making get making changes and progressing from there so just a thought to remind everyone um with with your reviews okay so that's all for news so okay celebrations or tiny wins does anyone have anything they want to share with the group um let's see Anna Marie you're probably commuting Michelle, do you have anything? Doreen? Pam? Good to see you. And let's celebrate Pam for being here on the first, Pam's, Pam's first call. <laughs> <laughs> Pam's giving us a thumbs up. <laughs> Excellent. Someone must have something. Yeah, Michelle? Oh, unmute. Let's unmute. Hang on, Michelle. We're at Nita. There she is. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello Michelle. Um, oh, what happened? Okay. Um, okay. So, Thursday. Um, so, I, I noticed 
then um yeah if i take the time to to get my lunch ready um then when i get my lunch and breakfast ready the night before then i'm a lot less tempted to buy the like the treat that because i work i work at a bakery bread and all this stuff and it's just kind of and the other challenge is that the they always offer me like it's free because when they they over they um they don't sell something that it's free so they're like oh come on you know so i and um and yes the the, the other day i um so i got my lunch well i, I didn't plan no i didn't okay i go back if I have my lunch, not if I find my lunch, because like I've, I've got my lunch ready and then, but then I got offered a, like a dessert, like um, a strawberry whipped cream or something croissant. And, a, and I realized like I compared my lunch to the croissant and the croissant went out. <laughs> and I realized because I, like I made the lunch, but I didn't really like what I made. Like it tastes, it didn't taste nice. But I was like, oh, oh but I have to eat it. I, like I can't throw this away, and I have to eat it. And but it was like completely unappetizing. But I really that's later. But before I was like, well, I mean, I have. I, I was happy, like oh, I have lunch. I won't be like so tempted by the by the croissants. And then, but, but no, it didn't, it didn't work out that way. And I, and I ate half my lunch and then I was like, no, I'm going to eat the croissant. But yeah, it, realizing that um, it matters that I make something that is enticing and, and I will look forward to eating for me to be able to handle the other. The, yeah, right. Of, of that. Um, and also the other part was um, the, I guess the, the angst, a little bit angst that I feel when, when they offer me things. Like if I, if they don't offer me like anything, I'm just like, I will I'll be fine. I don't have to get a croissant a lot of the times, but then they start offering me like, come on, come on. And um, I kind of see that as like an like an opportunity to practice, like, yeah, I know, but with like kindly saying no, and like, because I guess it's the, this feeling like I'm gonna hurt their feelings. Yeah, this is huge, Michelle. Tell me more. No, yeah, like, I always feel like, oh, these people are so nice and they wanna offer me this food, and I'm just like rejecting them, I'm like, I'm like, poor people. <laughs> Or something. I don't know. I think they're gonna think something that probably this, it's not even true. But I'm just like worried about them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I I realize like hey I can I can uh, say no like lovingly saying no like hey thank you so much I acknowledge maybe what I think is their intention. Like yes. to give to me something nice and then but at the same time it's like no but I, I want to like respect myself or I expect my own 
needs and, and desires and just stick to my thought. Yeah. yeah, that's huge. That's so huge, Michelle. Like that thing of, and that happens like a lot is that we want to, we, if someone's offering us something, we want to, we want to like please them. So we, yeah. we say yes when we don't even really want the thing. So I love that you're seeing that as an opportunity to practice like being gracious and, and like accepting their wishes, their intention without having to take on something that you don't necessarily want want to be how does that feel when you do that like when you when it feels really good I, I, um at the moment I didn't like I'm realizing I realized that later like when I did the like I reviewed and like what happened with at the moment I was just like I I accepted the croissant and I was a little bit like annoyed with myself it's like why are you gonna just say no and then and I'm a little bit annoyed with them like why are you offering me that I'm trying to do this thing they don't even know what I'm doing so I don't even know I'm getting mad at them for it makes no sense yeah (laughs) and then and I got it and then I ate it and I was irritated that I ate it because I was like, oh, I can't throw this away. What if they see me? If I throw this away, and this whole like, but anyway, after after I kind of get got some clarity on what actually happened, yeah. yeah. So it's a great example of the power of like reviewing and thinking back through afterwards. Is that you understand what like what was motivating, and then you can approach it from a different way. So that's such so huge to celebrate that, Michelle. Like like really like you did that like and you took that time to understand and uncover and and coach yourself like that's huge yeah 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 and I didn't I didn't want to review like because I didn't want to kind of go through that I guess I played it in my mind go through that irritation and um but yeah I remember one time that I had said to you that I, I forgot like the reason I didn't do the review sometimes was because I forgot. But then thinking about it now, I realize I think it's not that I forgot. It's more like I didn't want to feel bad. Like I didn't want to. Yeah, of course. Feel, yeah. Like the defeat or what, all the different disappointments. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the reason. Yeah, right. And then can you see how, like, but when you actually do, like, feel, do the review, like, yeah, there's like maybe you do feel a little bit disappointed or whatever, but you also feel good because you get these insights into what's going on, and that feels really powerful. Hey, like that I can, I can, I have agency over these. Like I can, there's something I can do that's that's better. Well, there's a lot of celebrations in there, Michelle. Like you can, like that's so great. Yes, yes, thank you so much. Yeah, and so with the um, with the the lunch thing, do you feel like like that's you that's okay like you yeah when I do um when I do bring things that are delicious which is actually I uh brought the um, the sardine the sardines with the pesto yogurt oh yum 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 so much and it's like oh this took like like I was like oh so no time at all like even if I'm like I don't feel it I don't feel like making oh the reason I didn't make well, another reason I didn't make lunch that day is just like oh, I was tired. Um, uh, I feel I'll just take this, whatever. But I just 
you know, it is, it is worth, and that's another realization that it is worth it to make. It is worth it to, to take that time because it just, everything flows much better. Everything flows much better. Yeah. When I take like, a, it's like a couple of minutes to make something good for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I love the I love the pistol yogurt with sardines and greens. Yeah, yum, yeah, awesome, Michelle. So the other thing I was thinking about when we were like to coach on with there is like if you really love the croissants, like remember, like it's it's important to make sure that you are having the croissants at some point. Like it's not that you should be never never enjoying them. So maybe like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually what I was gonna ask coaching on like um setting like food boundaries because i'm not like restricting i guess any like i'm not actively actively just restricting my food but at the same time i i i guess i still feel that even if i don't like restrict i still in my mind it's like oh i shouldn't it's still there in my mind and so I still overindulge and I feel bad and I, I don't know how to like set a, a boundary that actually feels good versus yeah. like boundary versus restriction. I'm not really that sure what, where that line is or how to go about it. Yeah. Cool. And actually that's really like, we, let's quite equal to, we're going to well coach on that, that now, Michelle, cause it's like, cause it's, it, and the, the difference between, like having a boundary and being restrictive is like this idea of being intentional. So, so like being, being restrictive is saying, no, I'm never going to have this or I can't have the, that, like I cannot, I can't have a croissant. I'm not going to have croissants. Like that's restricting. Whereas having a boundary is thinking about, okay, well, I really like croissants. And so I'm going to have like, croissants across on every Friday or I'm going to have them like or I'm going to have like a small piece every day but it's just the boundary comes in from being intentional about what you're going to have and how much you're going to have oh okay so yeah so you're like you're letting yourself have the things that you love and and but but you're not like you know going mental and having like way too much of them it's like the boundary exactly yeah yeah so yeah so when you're with you're restricting and you're telling yourself no no I can't have croissants I can't have croissants particularly when you work in a bakery and you're around them all the time that builds up your desire for them and then when you do you just like have like all the croissants and you have like way too much So yeah. the the way to the way to navigate that is to like with this idea of having an intentional treat plan of like thinking about your week or thinking about like each one day at a time, whatever like time frame feels good to you. Do you think like just be good to think about it for you like over a week or yeah, maybe yeah, we uh, maybe a couple times a week. Yeah, I was tempted, I was like I, I saw the one about the chips and I was like, maybe if I had a croissant every day, but I don't know, that would be too much. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So maybe it's like, maybe you don't have like a whole croissant every day, but maybe you have like half of one every day. The thing with that is how do I keep, well, I guess 
maybe that would solve that problem because if if I buy like enough for a week, I guess I, I'm thinking I'm not gonna be able to I'm not gonna be able to not eat the entire thing <laughs> But maybe if I but do that's because yeah, like and if you if you knew that you're gonna I'm gonna have like and you could just do an experiment for one week and see how it goes. Like okay, I'll try that. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. And I do half every day. Okay, because that's, that's, that's the thing is like you're when you're overeating when we're like telling ourselves no and then we overeat stuff. Often it's just because like in the back of our mind, we're like, oh, well, I'm never going to get this, any croissants. I'm not going to have any croissants ever again after this, after today. So I'm not, I have to get all the croissants, like like my lifetime's worth of croissants now. And that just drives that overeating, right? So when you go like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have croissants tomorrow. Like just that thought will be enough to go, you know what? I'm feeling pretty full here. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happens with me. I literally have eaten like 10 croissants in one sitting. Yeah, helps. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I've done I've done it too. I've totally done it too, Michelle. So like this is this is exactly it. So that's why we want to like let ourselves and be intentional about like what we want to do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That sounds I'm excited yeah. for you to have your croissant experiment. Okay. <laughs> 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 that's awesome oh that was great michelle i'm glad we got to coach on that does that how does, how does that feel for today no that feels really good i'm actually excited about what that's gonna be like yeah awesome. because i have most because i've always like i've, I've always done the like if they bring croissants i get really angry at people like i'm a people who bring croissants they i have i go to, they go to this like um place where they sell them by the dozen and they bring a whole giant thing of croissants in that hole, and I'm just so mad. And I, they just stay there for like, like they're just in my face every day, and I'm just like yeah. I eat like five at a time. <laughs> and they get mad that I eat the croissants, but I get mad at them. Don't you understand that I have a problem with croissants? You can't bring croissants to this house if I'm here. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's it. So that's the prescription. Michelle, it's like uh, every day you're gonna have croissants. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and if you like, and there'll be times where you still overeat them, and that's okay. Like you just want to get back onto it. Like, no, I can do this. And coaching yourself in those moments and reminding yourself there's gonna be croissants in my future. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. And the other thought that I find really helpful with that is like when you are noticing that you're like getting full and you've had enough, like just reminding like just checking like giving yourself that pause and giving yourself that space to go actually you know reminding yourself okay I'm, I'm gonna have more croissants in my future it's gonna be okay yes yeah yes. this is this is how this is how I'm gonna learn to be intentional and to like find this balance yeah that yes wonderful I think if I could learn to be at peace with different foods that like well, like croissants, probably one of the main, the main ones, then it'll be like huge for me. Yeah, fantastic. And this is it. That's all it is. It's just going to be doing those experiments. Yeah. 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 Oh, Michelle, I'm looking forward to hearing how you get on with that. Yay. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Um, let's see. Amy said um, for her celebration, I'm getting better at leaving food if I'm satisfied and also not eating when not 
and eating when not hungry, um, but just obliged by others' schedules. So that's huge. Amy, let's really celebrate you. Um, yeah, like when you like this, and this is a skill, it's like learning to listen to your body. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. So that's, that's huge. Okay. Does anyone else have anything they wanted to share with the group? Any little wins or anything you've noticed? Anna Marie, Pam, did you have anything you wanted to share? Doreen? No, we're good. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. So, um, Okay, so we'll just do a quick recap from last week. So last week we um, spoke about overeating and basically the why behind that, like why we spoke about why we overeat and there's like so many reasons. So like there's the habitual component, there's the dopamine reward that we get, like a neurochemical reward that we get from eating that it's, sooth it's soothing ourselves. There's the FOMO, like the fear of missing out, um, So which, which um, happens a lot. Oh, I'm never going to have another croissant again. There's, and then there's the psychological hunger. So when we've like been denying ourselves croissants and then we start like that really builds that desire for overeating. And then also the food waste piece. And also like the other one is like not wanting to offend people. And they like the, um, that Michelle mentioned. And so of course, like there's so many reasons why we overeat. And then in terms of like, what do we do instead is just, we've got to like, just bring it down to trusting the process, learning, learning new skills and like just getting into the habit of setting intentions and being intentional about our choices. So, and then in the moment, like pausing and coaching ourselves, like really getting good at what are the exact thoughts that I'm thinking and um, and like learning, learning from, learning from those thoughts and finding ways to coach ourselves. So that was overeating in a very quick nutshell. Um, does anyone have any questions or did anything come up from last week on overeating? No. Any thoughts? No, we're good. Okay, I must be a very good teacher. I haven't used that joke for a while. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, so this week I thought we'd talk about the power of intention and like why we want to be intentional. And basically the only difference between being like a naturally healthy person and being like just normal, like a random person is this idea of making intentional choices. So, um, and being intentional is really the magic which makes like all this work that we're doing in the Naturally Healthy Club feel easy. And I was reminded of this. I had dinner with a friend last week um, and she was telling, she was showing me her fingernails. She was so proud of herself because she used to be a terrible nail biter and I didn't even know that she used to bite her nails. I've been friends with her for years, but she was like, oh my goodness, look, I can see the nails. And um, so she was really proud of herself. <clears throat> and one thing she said was, um, that she's like, oh, I have to keep deciding that I don't bite my nails. And so I was really fascinated because I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like even in that, like being intentional, she, so she'd made a choice of like, I'm going to stop biting my nails. But she says like, you know, every, she said, you know, then it'll be, every now and again, it'll, she'll have the urge to bite and she has to like 
in that moment decide, oh, no, I don't bite my nails anymore and, and leave them alone. And so she recommits and she, re, she like makes that intentional choice again. And then she said, then she can go on for, might be six weeks and then she'll have that urge again. She'll like, no, I don't bite my nails. And so, um, and really, but really like the difference between her being a nail biter and not being a nail biter is that in being intentional. But the, the cool thing that I noticed about like the way she was talking about it was she was like, oh yeah, of course, like I'm going to have to recommit to this. Like, of course, I'm going to have to set that intention again and again, because this is an old habit. So, so, so yeah, I can do it for a while. And of course, the, the old like urges are going to come up um, and she doesn't make that mean anything. She doesn't make that mean that, you know, I'm never going to be able to do this. It's like, you know, it's all failing. It's not, not working. She just goes, oh yeah, of course, like I'm having this urge no biggie. I just need to recommit. I don't, I really don't want to bite my nails. And she can connects to her reasons why she doesn't want to be a nail biter anymore. And then, you know, that keeps, that keeps her course correcting and on the path to being like someone who doesn't bite their nails and just, and that's all it is. It's like every time, just like making that connection, like making that in, like deciding again in those moments, not making it mean anything and then progressing. So it's the same with our food is like, that when we're like overeating, like we just, if we have something and we, we do like randomly eat stuff or we overeat, eat stuff, we don't need to make it mean that anything's gone wrong or there's anything like, you know, uniquely flawed with this. We want to just get like, just notice what's happened and then recommit to, no, I'm going, going to be intentional. I'm going to get back to doing my daily practice. I'm going to whatever it is. Um, but just bring ourselves back to the, this idea of being an intentional person. Um, and the cool thing, like, so, and it's really quite amazing, like this whole thing of being intentional, like what a difference it can make. And, and I remember I've shared this story with you, with you guys in the, in this group or not, but like for years, I used to have a big problem, like when I would do a photo photography day. So you know, every couple of months I do a day where I like cook a heap of things and do the video, like record the videos for them and take photos of them. So it's like a whole day in the kitchen, usually like a cooking, like eight or 10 different um, meals, recipes. And it used to be like, I would be like grazing all day, picking at things, tasting that, like, and I would finish the day just feeling so bloated, so gross. It was like, so like, awful like completely over in, indulging and like not even really enjoying a lot of what I was eating like it was just blah and um before I when I was kind of learning to become a naturally healthy person myself I just decided to like I was going to set the I set the intention like so before I started my photo shoot I was like right I'm going to I'm going to do this where I'm I'm not going to pick at all during the day and what I'm going to do is I'm going to like um, ha, like keep all the food out. Like when it's lunchtime, I'll serve myself up a little bit of everything on my plate so I get to try everything and I'm going to have that for my lunch and then I'll get back to photographing the rest and I'll have the, you know, do the same thing at dinner where I get to try the other things at dinner. And just that fact of me making that decision that I was going to do that, like that I was going to, not pick and graze that I was going to to wait until lunchtime I was going to drink I, I, like I, I decided I was drinking tea if I and if I felt the urge to um to pick at something I was going to like just have a sip of tea instead 
And just that one thing of me being intentional, me imagining that my day going through and doing that, it like, it changed everything. And I actually like now, like the, the, the idea of grazing all day just would feel weird to me. Like it feels so much better that I can do this. Like I can photograph stuff. I can do all the, like be around food all day stop and have my lunch, enjoy my lunch, listen to my body, stop when I'm satisfied and then get back to photographing. And at the end of the day, I feel really good. I feel hungry for my dinner. Like it's just so good, but it comes down to that, that me making that intentional choice and setting that intention before I start to do that. So Michelle, with the croissants, like what's what you want to do is like decide like, Hey, I'm going to have like maybe it's a full one on the first day or maybe it's a half one, but just imagine yourself like going, okay, I'm going to like eat it. I'm going to enjoy it. And then I'm going to stop. And like, or if like, so, and you can apply this idea to whatever you're working on. So whether that's, um, yeah, maybe that's stopping when you're satisfied at mealtimes. So just um, before you start eating, imagine yourself feeling full, imagine yourself like getting those triggers, imagine, and you can imagine yourself having the urge to eat more but also, and then also imagine yourself going, oh no, I'm okay. This is, this is enough for me. And like listening to your body and stopping. And this skill of like imagining and setting intentions changes everything. Um, and like I applied it like on Sunday night, one of my other bad habits is like when I'm particularly like we've made this amazing roast chicken and, you know, packing away the leftovers, like I would always be picking up bones and little, you know, the bits, the gooey bits in the bottom of the pan and stuff. But I'd like, I knew I'd had enough to eat. And I actually was like, I'd been thinking a lot about being intentional. So I actually set that intention. I'm going to put this away without picking at it. And I think like I licked my fingers once and that was it. Like it was, that was the difference. And that's all it takes is just this being intentional. Um, And I know like Abby's not on the call today, but she mentioned something similar, like with baking where she'd like, you know, she would take be tasting mixture and like having little snacks all the time. And then like, actually when it, when she'd finished baking, whatever it was, she didn't really feel like eating it. Whereas when she set the intention of like, I'm not going to pick it stuff. I'm just going to look forward to having my cookie or my muffins or whatever. And imagining herself like sitting down and really enjoying the finished product. She was able to do that as well. So um yeah, like there's so many examples of how that is, um, how how that that plays out. So, can like you can see how like, and I, I, sometimes it's like it's like it's such a simple idea that it kind of feels like no, like it can't be that easy. <laughs> and like you'll like like you'll like if I think about my chicken like last night, I was like uh, on Sunday night, I was like it actually wasn't hard. Like it's just setting that intention, and then you naturally want to follow through with your intention and of course there's like little urges come up but you go no no I've already decided this like I don't need that and yeah it's kind of it's kind of magical how it works um so how do we go about this idea of being intentional and it's really just as simple as like before like any tricky situation that like or any yeah like and you know you'll know the like the situations where you where um you know, where you you're faced with um where, where things often go astray and like so what you want to do is just before you have one of those situations whether that's you know going a going out to dinner thing whether that's you know cleaning up the kitchen at the end of the night just taking like a few seconds 
to think think about how you want this to go and like asking yourself how do I want this to go like how do I want what will what will feel good for me at, like in this scenario and then just in the moment just like so imagining what you want it to be deciding what you want it how you want it to go and then in the moment like just pausing and just connecting with that intention and keeping coming back to intention and um and some and asking and if you do you're finding the strong urge to eat something just like pausing and asking yourself like do I really want this because before when I was thinking about this I didn't want to be picking at the chicken skin I wanted to like just put it away and often you'll find is just asking yourself that question do I really want this that's enough to reconnect you to your intention and you'll you'll be able to navigate that situation and like it's mad like you'll really surprise yourself with how amazing that can can happen so um yeah so how does everyone feel about that does that like does that make sense like why we want to do that and how powerful it can be like are you feeling how are you feeling about that setting intentions Doreen thumbs up awesome Doreen <laughs> excellent Michelle thumbs up okay does anyone have any questions or any like hang on I don't think that could work for me Jules like any thoughts like that coming up No. Okay. No, we're good. Okay. Did you want to say something, Doreen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Amy's saying, um, definitely sounds easier than in practice. Right. 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 Yeah. But, and that's like all skills. Hey, like, you, you know, you're thinking about riding a bike, like, like it's like everything, like in theory is, it sounds easier. However, the only way we get good at the skills like this is, is practicing and actually setting intentions for small things is really powerful because it like so and and actually the more specific you are about what it is that you're setting your intention for um that the more um yeah like like that kind of if you do it for little things you have those little wins and you go oh actually I can do this so like for me to do it on my photography day that that was huge but like I'd also been setting intentions of, you know, just, um, you know, I'm not going to like pick when I was cooking dinner other times as well. So like a, there was little wins along the way that helped me get to that, that big one. Um, so it's just, yeah, like finding and, and like the more specific you are, it, the easier it is as well. Um, Amy's saying I can see myself bargaining with myself <laughs> in the moment. Yeah. And of, like, of course that's going to happen sometimes, Amy. And that, but that's like, um, yeah, like you'll be surprised that when you're really clear about, and you're setting the intention, not from this is what I should be doing. It's be like, this is like, you're actually setting it. It's how I, how do I want this to go? Like what would feel good to me to do? And when you're setting the intention from that place of what do I really want in those moments, you'll find that like 
you, yeah, the, the little sneaky thoughts will come up, but it's easier to like coach yourself on them because you wanted this thing in the beginning. Like you wanted to not overeat. So say, say it's like, um, you know, it's lunchtime and you want to like listen to, you set the intention, I'm going to listen to my body when, and I'm going to stop when I feel satisfied. And you imagine yourself doing that. You imagine yourself feeling good about it. And then in the moments when you get to the end and you're like, oh, you know, I think I'm, I'm, ha- I'm feeling, I'm feeling, feeling satisfied here. Like having the fact that you've set that intention in the beginning makes it easier to like, when you, when those little niggly thoughts come up, you can go, actually, no, I did really want to stop today and it's just for today. And so it just, it makes it easier. Whereas, um, uh, like, uh, yeah. And it's, yeah, that's exactly it, Amy. It's like adult me versus toddler me. And the more, but, but the, and the, by setting intentions that connects you more with adult you. And so it makes that vision stronger so that when you are getting into the negotiation part with the toddler, the, the adults feeling more empowered and they're more willing, they're more able to take, continue to take the lead and get the result that you want. So yeah, like it's, it's really, but, and it can, but it can be easy. Like it's like, it's, it's, you you will, there will be moments where you surprise yourself when you start, start doing this. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like that idea of like, I'm so, t- yeah. And those sneaky thoughts, like I'm so tired. I deserve this. Like that, I deserve this. That's a really sneaky thought um, because it seems so like, oh, I'm taking care of myself when in actual fact, like, you also deserve to feel good about yourself. So you want to like remind yourself, actually, you know, I set this intention for a reason. I wanted to feel good about myself and that was going to help me feel good. Um, and in those moments when you're doing that, like it, it helps you, like helps you connect to that higher your adult, like a more powerful adult, adult brain so that you are able to, to see your intentions through. Yeah. Cool. Oh my goodness, we haven't done a progress quiz. <laughs> okay. Okay. So how's everyone? Like we're feeling okay about in, intention setting intentions. Okay. Well, we might move on into our progress quiz. So um, Doreen's got a notebook. So we just want to. Um, if you've got your workbook, you can do it in that. Um, but you just need a need something to write on. So Pam, you wouldn't have done one of these before. So it'll be a good good place for you to have set your baseline quiz Pam um, and although if you're, you're in the gym Pam then you might not be able to but come back and, and do one of these because it's really powerful to see where you're at and it gives you like an opportunity to see which like what areas you can improve on so basically we want to like the instructions are we're rating ourselves on a scale of one to five for the following skills and when, so one being, I never do this. Two, I rarely do this. It's a struggle. Three, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Four, I do this more often than not. Five, I do this confidently and consistently. And some, for some of you, there might be an, like for some questions, you might decide to answer it not applicable. NA, because that, that doesn't apply to you. Um, I'll trust your judgment on what, which ones you want to include as a not applicable. 
So just on a scale of one to five, and we want to just do like the first thought that comes into your head um, is the right number. Like don't overthink it. So I'll just post paste the questions into the chat so you know what they are, but I'll read them out as well. Uh, uh, uh. Everyone. Oh, it's too, too much. No, I'll just do questions one to 10. Bear with me for a sec. And then... Okay, so our first question is, and so remember scale of one to five, one, I eat intentionally and maximize the pleasure of food. Actually, I might rate myself. I haven't done this for a while. Um, two, I'm kind and self-compassionate. Three, I love and accept myself at my current weight. Four, I review my self-concept and my list of intentional beliefs. Um, five, I serve food on a bowl or plate and sit down to eat instead of grabbing random bites. Six, I do my five-minute daily practice exercise. Seven, I plan my meals ahead of time. Eight, I weigh myself and record the number. Nine, I can identify when my body has had enough to eat. Ten, I stop eating and leave food on my plate when I'm satisfied. Okay, then so just a scale of one to five. Eleven, I enjoy proper meals. 12, I plan my snacks ahead. 13, I review my day and think about what I want to do differently. 14, I'm able to um, allow an urge to be there without resisting or giving in. 15, I'm able to feel negative emotion without buffering with food. Um, 16, I soothe myself every day. 17, I include protein in every meal. 18, I'm willing to make mistakes and get it wrong. 19, I make intentional choices with treats and alcohol. And 20, I'm aware of my self-talk and coach myself in the moment. Okay, and then you can um, add up your total out of 100 or less if you've included some that's not applicable. And, that, and that's our review for September. So we do those every month to keep track of how we're progressing. So have a look through those and I can see there's like, one thing for me that I nearly would like to focus on for the coming month. Um, so, yeah, just curious to see, like, what kind of came up for you guys? Like, 
And then, okay, Amy said, ha-ha, um, I've got my things for the week to make sure I include intention setting in my daily practice. Fantastic, Amy. That's brilliant. Yeah, let's that's a really good one. Mine's going to be um, I like uh, serving food on a bowl or a plate instead of grabbing random bites. I've been a bit in, unintentional with that, and it doesn't feel good. So, Doreen, did you want to did you want to talk, Doreen? Share what's, what's where you're at. Oh, it's on mute, on mute, Doreen. Hi, Jules. I'm just a bit quiet because I've got a lot of people sleeping today inside, so I'm just oh, that's okay. on the thing. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I do need time to allow urges. I can talk quite Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, 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 I can hear you. The treats. I write down that I want to plan a treat, but sometimes, and so when I get to the treat, sometimes I overgrow, well, not sometimes, a lot this last week. So that's where I'm getting it out. That's my intention this week. Yeah, fantastic. I can't, when I'm doing my daily practice, I can't think what I'm going to eat today sometimes. When I really think about it, I know sometimes when I've got in the fridge what I'm going to do. But otherwise, yeah. Yeah, and that doesn't matter. You don't have to know like exactly what it is. And it can be just setting that intention of like I'm gonna have something good. or or it just like I'm gonna have like, you know, lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I'm gonna have this treat and being intentional about, yeah, I'm gonna have a treat and I'm going to like have a reasonable amount. I'm not gonna overindulge on it. Like I'm gonna enjoy it and I'm gonna listen to my body. And when I have the urge to eat more of the treat, because I will have the urge to eat more of the treat, like don't be surprised about that urge. Like, yeah. And that's it. That's it. It's, yeah, it's that it being intentional. But yeah, like, don't get caught up in, like, oh, I need to know exactly if I'm having you know, fish or eggs. Like, yeah, like, that's not, imp that's not so important. What is important is deciding that you're going to have lunch or, and, deciding if you're going to have like a donut or if you're going to have croissants like mm -mm. and how much and, yeah i'm good at plan eating proper meals i'm good at that it's more like sometimes i found some chocolate or somebody turns up with things and i don't know what it would be so and when i do get to that moment i think that's what i've done this week a lot Yeah, so do you feel like that's it, like that that's clear on what how to navigate them? Yes. And I feel like I need to trust myself to follow through. Yeah. Do. Yeah, I'm learning to trust myself. Yeah. Yeah, and seeing it as oh, this is an opportunity for me to practice like when you're having that treat, like this is enough reminding yourself, this is an opportunity for me to practice finding this balance of enjoying treats and not overdoing it. Yeah. Like, and I love like, like Michelle said when, in her win was like that when she had the, um, the people who are pushing croissants on her, like this is an opportunity for me to practice like saying no or ask, asking for what I want, like seeing those tricky situations as an opportunity 
like that little t- brain twist there, like that little coaching move, like that makes a big difference as well. Like when we, whereas if we're like, oh, you know, this is hard, it's not fair. Like I always overindulge on the treats. Like with approaching it from that mindset, it's like, uh, <laughs> like no fun. Whereas if you're like, oh, actually this is a challenge of like an opportunity for me to practice like doing this, like so fun. Yeah. Let's see. That feels good. Yay, Joan. That's a great clear one to, to focus on this week. Amy's got hers. Um, Pam, curious if like you can share, Pam, how you're like what you're going to, like where you're at. And Anna Marie, what about you? If you do you know what you're going to focus on? Or you probably can't, I don't know if you can type either of you. Okay. So, okay, well, we might wrap up there. Um, but yeah, like, so focus this week is just like on your one thing, like, and just knowing that, like, you know, the area that's like, that's, that's going to give you the most benefit to work on. And just by doing, focusing on one thing at a time, like, um, like whether that's setting intentions, whether that's, you know, allowing urges and whether that's like planning intentional treats with croissants, like just over time, like doing this, doing, doing one small improvement at a time is going to get you where you want to go. Um, and the other home play is if you, if you're up for it to join in the feelings challenge that's starting in in October. So check out the details for that in circle. Okay, we might wrap up there, everyone. So have a beautiful week and I'll catch you guys next week. Okay, bye.